Hello, Agape Church and friends. Welcome into the Building Up Podcast, episode number 117. I am David. As I always say, thank you guys for taking time to be with us on the podcast. Uh, Beginning on this episode and and going over the next uh, probably two or three episodes, we're going to be diving into uh, some of the themes that we are praying together as a church in the fall of 2022. What we discussed on our last podcast episode are our yearly call to prayer and fasting that we do as a church in September. We started back in 2017. We call it Seven Prayers for Agape. And it is a, it's a time for us as a church to really be diligent in corporate prayer, um, praying God's word together for our church and for our community. This year, the Seven Prayers for Agape find their expression in seven themes Every prayer that we pray daily will somehow relate to one of these seven themes. And I want to spend some time exploring these together a little bit deeper on the podcast to kind of explain why they're important and why we feel that it is necessary and good for us to pray these themes. Now, if you're listening to this at a later time, or even if you're listening to this outside of Agape, I still think this would be beneficial because these themes that we're praying together are biblical concepts that I think would be very healthy to include in your life of prayer whenever you happen to be listening to this or in whatever context. So if you happen to attend another church or or you're just uh, pursuing, um, maybe even exploring the idea of God and of Christ, I think these themes, understanding them would be helpful to you. So I hope the podcast will be Uh, something that can bear fruit in your life and be an assistance to you in spiritual growth, even if you're not listening to this in September of 2022 as we are entering into this fall prayer campaign. The two themes that I want to talk about on today's episode of the podcast are the themes of worship and harmony. These two themes are directly tied to the two greatest commandments as Jesus explained them in the Gospels, and also directly tied to two of the three purposes that we express as a church, of why we exist, of what our aim is as we live life together, as we gather as a community of faith called Agape in Pinson, Alabama. Why do we do that? We have three purposes, two of them are related to worship and harmony. Two of them are related to the the greatest commandments as Jesus described them. In Matthew 22, Jesus is asked by a lawyer, and, and by lawyer here it means an expert in Old Testament law. And he is asked a question to, the lawyer was testing Jesus, the Bible tells us, and the lawyer asked this question, teacher, what is the greatest commandment in the law? So the law of Moses The Ten Commandments, all of the commandments that God had given to the people of Israel through Moses. What's the greatest of the commandment uh, of the commandments? And Jesus said to him, the greatest commandment is you shall love the Lord your God with all your heart and with all your soul and with all your mind. That is the great and first commandment. Jesus continued, though, with his answer. He said, a second is like it. 
You shall love your neighbor as yourself. On these two commandments depend all the law and prophets. All the law and prophets would have been all Old Testament scripture, all of the Bible up to that point. But certainly it would also include all scripture that was to come by the Holy Spirit through the apostles in the decades after the death and resurrection of Jesus. So all of the Bible depends on these two commandments. In other words, all the Bible is related to these two commandments. And if you could obey these two commandments in a perfect way, you would obey every commandment there is. Because every commandment, in in a sense, rolls up into these two. Love for God with all of your heart, soul, mind, and strength, and love for others. And Jesus would later take that commandment to love your neighbor as yourself, and he would express it in a more full way at the end of his earthly life by saying, love one another as I have loved you. He says, I'm, going to give, I'm giving you a new commandment. And I think it means a, a new expression of the commandment that you've always heard, which was love your neighbor as yourself. Now I want you to think about loving others as I have loved you. So worship to love God with all of our heart, soul, mind, and strength, and harmony to love others others, especially other believers, as Christ has loved us. These are the two great commandments. These are the two uh, two of our three purposes as a church. Our third purpose, of course, is to it's tied to the Great Commission, which is to make disciples, uh, to expand the kingdom of God through evangelism, through making Christ known to others and teaching them to follow all that Jesus taught. So worship and harmony. We're, we're praying these two themes this year. There's going to be daily prayer readings, uh, scripture passages that we're going to be using and praying together that will relate to these two themes. Why are they important? Worship there, that first great commandment. It's the central reason the church exists. It's the central core purpose of Agape Church. It is for us, from all the people that come together in this community of faith, whatever walk of life they are from, whatever experiences they have had, however different we may be, we come together, we love God together, we worship God together. Now, your mind, when we talk about worship, may immediately go to singing, and that is certainly an appropriate expression of worship, that we sing songs Together, we sing truths of God's word together. That is shown for us throughout the Bible. That is an appropriate way to worship. But worship in in Romans is also taking your entire life and putting it before God as a sacrifice. God, my whole life is yours. This is my spiritual worship that I want to, I, I want my life to be more and more and more about you. I want to express. Uh, your love and your character through how I live, and uh, I want to be obedient to you. That is also worship. Worship, when we come together as a church, it, it's, the, it's the equalizer. It's what brings us together. It, it's what holds us together. We talk here about being rooted in Christ, rooted in His Word. That's where worship starts. So everything that we do as a church Every gathering that we have, when we have corporate worship where the whole church comes together on the Lord's Day to be together, 
everything we do there, it's rooted in Christ. It's rooted in his word. We try to intentionally have a gathering and the activities of that gathering relate to God's word and worshiping him through that word. And we start off our services with a reading of his scripture. Uh, We then sing together and we have a team of people that try to choose songs that are that are truthful and that express scripture and principles of scripture that we can then sing together and express our thankfulness to God together. We pray during the service and in the prayers that we pray, we tie to God's word. And then we have a time where we open up God's word and we express it in preaching and in listening to preaching, the proclamation of his word. And then we have a time in our gathering where we want to respond in prayer and worship again to what we have learned and heard in God's word. And and before the gathering uh, or before the, the activities of worship and when they're over at the end, and I'm, I'm trying to not use the word service, although I, you know, you probably would know what that means if I say before the service and after, but I'm trying to get us to think of what we're doing, not as a service, but as a gathering of the people of God. But as we fellowship with one another, we greet one another, uh, show care and compassion to one another, all of those things, that's worship. It's part of obeying the word of God. It is so important for us to do that together. Um, we, we don't call people to come here on the Lord's day and worship. Uh, we don't call them to do that just to have an, uh, an activity of the church. I didn't even mention a moment giving, uh, but certainly that is something we see in the word of God that we do as we gather. But I, I don't, we don't call people to do that just to have an activity or, or something on the calendar because traditionally that's what churches do. We, we do it because we believe it's modeled in God's word. And, and it's, it's one of the ways that we love God together. It's that time where the whole church can come together to love God and to love him in various activities of learning and being obedient to his word, singing it and praying it together. And I encourage you to be a part of that, to make that something that is part of your regular routine, but not only, not just routine in a uh, in a in a mindless, careless way, but but something that you would be, you would lead your heart to be excited about, to be enthusiastic about, that I get to go to the gathering of God's people and the place that He has put me, and I get to worship Him with others, and there's power in that. That's how we worship together. We love God together, and we also do that in other gatherings. So we we have. Um, we have prayer gatherings uh, where we come together to sing and to pray. We have small group gatherings where people get together in in um, smaller uh, groups of people that make up the body of Christ at Agape, and 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 they they maybe eat a meal together, they read the Word together, they study, uh, they may sing together, pray together. We have discipleship groups for youth and. And men and women who meet 
for those same purposes. All of that that we're doing is to worship God together. And so when, when I encourage you to be a part of that, and when I encourage you to pray about worship in the church and to pray that the, that, that the church would be excited about coming together to worship in various ways, the reason that I'm encouraging you to do that, the reason that's important is because this is, this is what it means to be the church, is that we have this incredible opportunity, this gift to come together, to love God, and we have a promise in his word that when we do that, even if it's a small gathering, he says even if it's just a gathering of two or three people, the promise is he is in our midst that he's in our midst, that even though we may not can, even though we can't see him physically with our eyes, that we can trust with faith that he is among us and with us. We have that promise. And just as Jesus said, okay, that commandment, that great commandment, the second one is, is like it, it's tied to it. Love one another as I've loved you. That's where harmony comes in. See, when we worship together, it creates harmony. I think that harmony is related to unity and to oneness, to love one another and forgive one another. Jesus said this is extremely important. He told his disciples that your love for one another, your oneness as believers and your oneness in a local church that's a testimony to the authenticity of the gospel. Imagine an unbeliever hearing or knowing about a church in disarray that gossips about one another, that doesn't really love one another, that's not kind to one another. That unbeliever, unbeliever would rightly think, how can the gospel be powerful if the people who proclaim it and say that they all believe it don't even get along? Jesus said that the oneness among the people of God, the fact that you may have nothing in common, the fact that you have different likes, dislikes, hobbies, personalities, the fact that you sometimes offend one another, get on one another's nerves, but the fact that you come together and you're one, despite your differences, you forgive one another, you are kind to one another, you do those things, even, even when there's offense, you forgive. That is proof. That's proof that God is working among you. So worship produces harmony. I think when we try to find oneness and unity and harmony in the church, apart from worship, it's very, very difficult. When we are actively, regularly coming together in various forms as a church to love God together, the Spirit of God is in His people, and it helps with harmony. It doesn't mean you're not going to all you're not going to have struggles because you will. There's going to be times where you're not going to feel included. There's going to be times where where you're going to struggle with someone. There's going to be times where people are going to offend you, and you're going to offend people. That those things are going to happen. But when you have practiced worship together. Loving one another together. God is among you as you do that, and that helps produce harmony. Because it's, 
You know, when you stand side by side with someone, you sit with someone, and the two of you focus on God's Word and pray together and sing together and love God together, it makes it really hard to hate one another, to be in disunity, because Christ is there with you, and, and, and He urges you on to keep loving each other well. Worship and harmony are the two commandments the church is built on. So as we pray for agape this year, as we pray for agape this fall, we want to pray for these things. We want to pray for love for God and love for one another deeply in our church. We're going to pray it in different ways, different expressions of those prayers, but those two themes are vitally important for our church during this time of corporate prayer, but in the future, in any body of believers that you're a part of, it is so important that you pray for true, authentic worship and love for God among His people and for harmony coming off of worship as an expression of the Spirit of Christ that is in each of you. I hope this has been helpful to you today as we're going through these seven prayers together. I hope this has been helpful to you just as a Christ follower to think about the importance of praying for Uh, love for God and one another in the church. Until next time, thank you for being with us. Grace and peace to your family. Thank you for listening to the Building Up Podcast, a ministry of Agape Church in Pinson, Alabama. If you have a question about today's podcast or would like to suggest a topic for the future, please email us, buildingup at agapepinson.com. To subscribe to this podcast, simply search for Building Up from Agape Church in your favorite podcast app. so fierce, he looked straight into me and said, Son, I'll give you victory. I can hear the sound.